A Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson Chapter 3 I just don't think she should take the car, is all Eleanor's brother-in-law said stubbornly. It's half my car, Eleanor said. I'm ha- I am help pay for it. Just don't think she should take it, that's all her brother-in-law said. He appealed to his wife. Isn't fair she'd have the use of it the whole summer. Us have to do without. Carrie drives it all the time. I've never even taken it out of the garage, in-law said. Besides, you'll be in the mountains all summer. You can't use it there. Carrie, you know, you wouldn't use the car in the mountains. But I suppose little Pauline gets got sick or something. We need a car to get to, him, to the doctor. Oh, my car, in-law said. I mean to take it. Suppose even Kerry got sick. Suppose we can't get a doctor. She need to go to the hospital. I want it. I mean to take it. I don't think so. Kerry spoke slowly, deliberately. We don't know where you're going to be. You haven't seen and been fit to tell us very much about all this, have you? Don't think I've seen my way clear to letting you borrow my car. It's hard my car. No, Kerry said. You may not. Right, then, Lord, brother, Lord, nodded. We need it. Like Carrie says, Carrie smiled slightly. I never forgive myself, Eleanor. I lent you the car, and something happened. Now do we know we can trust this doctor fellow? Still a young woman, after all. Car's worth a good deal of money. Well now, Carrie, I did say call Homer in the credit office. He said this fellow was in good standing of some college or another. Carrie said, still smiling. Of course, there is every reason to suppose he's a decent man, but Eleanor does not choose to tell us where she's going or how to reach her. If we want back the car back, something could happen we might not ever know. Even Eleanor, she went on delicately, addressing her teacup. Even if Eleanor prepared to run off the end of the earth at the invitation of any man, there's still no reason why she should be permitted to take my car with her. It's half my car. Suppose Eleanor got sick. Up there in the mountains, but with nobody around and no doctor. In any case, in law, I'm sure I'm doing what mother would have thought best. Mother confidence in me, and certainly never have approved my letting you run wild, going off to heaven knows where in my car. I suppose even I got sick up in therein. I am sure mother would agree with me, in law. Besides, in law, brother in law said, up by a ghost idea. How do we know she'd bring it back in good condition? There was a there has to be a first time for everything, Eleanor told herself. Got in, got out of the taxi very early in the morning, trembling because of the day now. Perhaps her sister and brother in law might be stirring with a faint first faint proddings of suspicion. She took a suitcase quickly out of the taxi, while the driver lifted out the cupboard cardboard carton, to be in on the front seat. Eleanor tipped him, wandering for sister and brother-in-law, were following, or perhaps even now turning street, telling each other, uh, there she is, just as we thought, the thief, there she is. She turned into haste to go to the huge city garage. The car was kept glancing nervously towards the end of the street. She crashed the little old, the very little, very little lady, sending passages in all directions. So it fell with dismay, bag upset and broke. Bag on the sidewalk, spilling out the broken piece of sea cake, tired of slices, piled well, 
Damn you, damn you, the little lady screamed. Face pushed up, close to Eleanor's. I'll take you to my home. Damn you, damn you. I'm so sorry, Eleanor said. She bent down. It not seem possible to scoop a fragments of the bottom cheesecake. Shove them somehow back in the broken bag. Only was scaling down, snatching up other packages before Eleanor could reach them. At last, Eleanor rose, running convulsive apology. I'm really so sorry, she said. Damn you, the little girl lady said, but very more quietly, I've taken it home to my, for my little lunch. Now, thanks to you, perhaps I could pay. And I took out all of her pocket book, and little lady stood very still thought. I shouldn't take money just like, I couldn't take money just like, and that she said at last. Couldn't, didn't buy the things you see. The left over, she sat her lips lightly, her lips lightly, angrily. You should have seen the ham they had, she said, but someone else got that. Little candies and the little paper dishes are too late and everything. And now, she and Eleanor both glanced down the mess on the sidewalk. The lady said, so you see, you couldn't take money, just take money. Not money just for your hand, not for something that was left over. May I buy you something to replace it then? In a terrible hurry, we could find some place that's open. The little old lady's smiled wickedly. I still got this anyway. She said, and she had one package tight. You can pay the taxi fare home, she said. And no one else would be likely to knock me down, Lady and Lord said, and turned to the taxi driver, who had been, who had been waiting. Interesting. Can you take this lady home, she asked. Covered eyes would have it, the old lady, little lady said. But not the little lady said, not including a tip for this gentleman, of course. It's being as small as I am, she explained daintily. Quite as indeed, people knocking you down. It's always a pleasure to find one as willing as you make up for it. Sometimes other people who knock you down never turn but once to look. Then others help she climbed in a taxi their packages. And then law for two dollars and fifty cents for a pocketbook, handed them to the little lady, clutched in tight in a tiny hand. All right, sweetheart, taxi driver said, where do we go? The little lady chuckled. I'll tell you after you stop, she said. Then to Eleanor, good luck to you, dearie. Watch out for now, now on, another one now on how you go. Looking pink down. Goodbye, Eleanor said. I'm really sorry, really sorry. That's fine then. The lady said, waving uh, at her as the taxi pulled away from the curb. We're praying for you, dearie. Well, Eleanor thought, well, when the folks staring up after a taxi, there's one person anyway, be praying for me. One person anyway.